Why Everybody Should Through Hike by Chad Lubinsky. Now, I know this might be kind of a controversial title. I think if you're on the fence of doing any type of through hike, really any, I think this is going to push you over the edge. I'm going to go over five of the biggest benefits to through hiking that I know of, with the last two being my absolute favorite and what I'm I'm still experiencing now after after doing the Uinta Highline Trail. Now the Uinta Highline Trail isn't even that long of a through hike, and when I say through hike, it really it doesn't have to be something like the PCT or anything like that, which frankly, I probably won't even do because I think they're a little bit too long for me. I think 500 miles on the CT was probably the max. But if you can do a through hike for a week or so, you're going to get a lot of these five benefits that I talk about. The longer that you're on the through hike, probably the bigger benefits that you'll get. Number one, the number one thing or no, one of the, the best things that you get from a through hike is that you obviously learn how to manage yourself physically and obviously mentally. So what do I mean by that? When you when you start through hiking, you realize what you need what your body needs to feel itself to to do big miles. You also learn how to do big miles as well. So you take you can then take that knowledge and you can take that to other areas of your life. So for example, if you start trail running or something like that, which is typically what through hikers will do after the fact, after they start through hiking because they want that physical activity, you now know how to actually feel yourself in that situation. And that's what's really cool about through hiking is because you 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 realize, you know, these foods work for me. I like to eat fats when I'm doing slow sections, or I like to eat sugars when I'm going uh, and doing more hills or something like that. So you're learning these little idiosyncrasies about your body that you can take to other areas of your life. Now, obviously you are getting the mental part of that as well, which is more of the thing that I'm going to get into later with some of the other reasons below, but you're also like you're learning how to push through things. You're also learning about the environment that you're in, which I actually think I'm going to add a sixth thing here. Another reason why I think through hiking is great. I'm going to put it in here. This is just off the cuff, but yeah. So obviously you're, you're gaining a, a mental edge on a lot of things. Now, number two, this is one of the coolest things about through hiking and something that I didn't realize that I would like so much. And that is you're able to immerse yourself into the through hiking culture. The through hiking culture is super, super, super cool. When I started through hiking, I thought I was going to do everything solo. I was just going to be this solo person doing everything on my own, yada, yada, yada. And I would occasionally talk to people, whatever. No, actually one of the best things about through hiking is the fact that you meet people that are like-minded like you. I mean, they wouldn't be out on this multi-day journey if they weren't uh, similar to you in some way, especially with mindset. And so I have met some of the the coolest, literally the coolest people through hiking that I have uh, ever, ever met in my life. And you're not going to meet them just randomly a lot. I mean, you could, but you're not just going to meet them randomly out at a bar or something like that. No, you're on trail, you're suffering together, and it's so, so fun. So, and really the culture of through hiking is is so much different than just even regular backpacking. You start realizing that hitches are normalized, right? 
So you realize, oh, like I can actually get from town to town. I don't have to keep re- sending myself resupplies. I can actually just hitch. That's that's normalized. You know, being dirty AF is normalized. Being cheap is normalized, right? And these are all things that I've already just, I am in my life anyway. But it's really cool to to have other people that are around and doing the same exact thing as you are there. And kind of a spinoff of, of number two, which is immersing yourself in the culture. And oh no, I, yeah, no. So I guess still under this same umbrella is that you also learn like different terms and you start realizing you you, you think... Let me back, let me back up there. You learn about different trail towns. You learn about trail angels. You learn about trail magic. These are all these things that are that are inside of through hiking that you would never know about unless you actually through hiked. And so, for example, what trail magic is? Trail magic is simply just what people do. Like real nice people will come out, they'll set up a tent or something like that, and then they'll feed you food, like at a trail crossing or something. And it's one of like the coolest things ever because you get to talk with these people and you also get awesome food at the same time, right? And so it's just super, super unique with through hiking that you wouldn't get on just like a multi-day backpacking trip that you just made up or something like that. These are things that are immersed in the trail culture. You also have trail towns and trail towns are really cool too because they are familiar with hikers. A lot of people are familiar with picking them up. So it's easy to get hitches out. So you can experience this town in a totally, totally different way than you would if you were just traveling through it on a road trip or or something like that, which kind of goes into my number three, which would be you can, through hiking is actually the way I like to experience America now. If I'm going to go travel somewhere, say the East Coast, like I'm going to do next year, I I want it to be on a trail because of the fact that I now am able to, I now experience it in a totally different way. I'm through hiking through it. So I'm going to be there for three weeks on the long trail. And so I'm, I'm immersed in the wilderness, but I'm also going to be immersed in these trail towns that I pop into and I have to resupply on as well. And so it's a really good conversation starter with locals. It's just fun. And, and you almost feel like you're a rock star for that year especially when I was on the Colorado trail, you get into the, some of these trail towns and people would just like, look at you. And obviously you look different, right? Especially if you're in Breckenridge or something like that. And people just kind of treat you like a rock star. They can't believe that what you're doing. They're like, Oh, you just walked a hundred miles to here and you have 400 to go or whatever. And so it's just this, it's just this really cool dynamic that you can almost be like a rock star in these trail towns for the season that you're hiking in. And that is one of my favorite things about it. People, people, and it's, again, it's a very, very good conversation starter. Oh no, my notes. Now, the other thing that I would say with this, yeah, unedited lens, East coast trails, my neck of the woods. Yeah. So I'm going to be, well, I'm planning on doing the long trail next year. I've been looking at it. And so I'm super stoked because that's going to, hit the triple tiara of the JMT, the CT, and then the LT. So I think I got to, I think I got to do that. And again, I've never been on the East coast. I've never even been on the East coast. So I'm thinking, Oh, one of the best ways that I can experience this is through a through hike. So that's what I'm going to do. The next thing that I would say a benefit of through hiking is, is that you realize people are overall good people. And this isn't just with just hikers, but this is with, I kind of mentioned trail angels. So what trail angels are, again, they're a part of the culture, but 
what they'll do is they'll randomly like stock food at trail crossings or stock water at trail crossings, but, or hit you in and out of town. But not only that, even just random people, all of that stuff is awesome, but even just random people will have empathy for you and will just totally help you out. I have two examples of this and both of them were on the Colorado trail. They didn't even happen to me. We had a guy that had basically a clogged water filter and we had hitched into Lake city. We, he couldn't find another water filter. He wanted a Sawyer and cause he had a catadime. He hitched into Lake city, couldn't find one. We hitched back out and we're about to start the trail now through the San Juans, which is the really rugged part of the CT. We're sitting at the trailhead and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, He's talking about the, the water filter and this guy in a van is there, younger kid, and he overhears him and he goes, oh, dude, I have an extra, I have an extra water filter for you. And it's a Sawyer and just couldn't believe, just gave, gave the water filter to him just right out of his van and he was set and it was so cool. And the guy was talking about, oh yeah, like my girlfriend right now is on the AT, you know how it is, right? And so it's a really, it's a super interesting dynamic to me because the empathy is you never hear that in the news, right? The other thing that was on the CT was with another buddy that was saying that he was walking around, his feet were effed up basically. And somehow he was in the store or something like that. And he was talking about his shoes to someone else. Somebody overheard him and they gave him the insoles out of their shoes. Just crazy stuff like that will always happen. Now, I have also realize this like outside of through hiking myself. So when I'm not through hiking, you, you can, you can see a through hiker. Like I've, I've passed through hikers now before, and I'm way more likely to give them a hitch because I've been in their position before and you have empathy for them. So I've done that many times now, given people hitches, even just like at Colorado 14ers where somebody's like walking up a trail because they parked way down below and now I'm like, hey, just like get in. It's gr- really good trail karma, but it also makes you feel really, really good as well. The other day we were just uh, passing some bike packers and I told the girl I was with, I was like, I was like, uh, we're going to hook them up with some of the f- fresh fruit that we have. Fresh fruit on trail is freaking awesome. So we stopped real quick, gave them a bunch of cuties and uh, they were super stoked about it. It's just like those little things, even like just taking people's trash from them is, is, is a, a super good thing. Yes, Ben, be sure to check out the White Mountains while you're up here, Pemi Loop. I have heard about that. I have heard about that, and I've heard about the White Mountains. I might as well just stack them on there. I don't know how sick of through or of hiking I'll be after three weeks. Usually about 14 days on trail, and I'm like, all right, I'm kind of ready to do something else. That's just me, which is why I probably can't do. I won't say that I can't do. I may not do a, a very, very long through hike, one of the, one of the big ones, but... We'll see. That Pemi loop sounds cool. I've heard of that one a few times. Okay, so now so now the last two that I want to talk about, which are really kind of my favorite, which I guess kind of the other one, that, the one that I just talked about was a favorite too, just being able to uh, connect with people, being empathetic to them, and, and now uh, experiencing that through-hike culture out of actually through-hiking. But the last two would be you learn how to suffer and you learn how to put – and you – And from that, you put things in perspective in real life. So I'll give you an example. So when I first moved here to Laramie, my ex and I got into an apartment. We kind of got catfished by it. It was like holes in the wall. Fixtures were breaking, falling off. It had a bad smell. It was really bad. It was sight unseen. We couldn't see it being from Oregon. Well, 
she that really put her in a tailspin downward having panic attacks da 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 she was very concerned about living in this apartment and i'm thinking the whole time where my mind went was yeah but at least we're not like living in a tent underneath a storm like i was on the ct and freaking hypothermic i mean at least we have a roof over our head that's like i literally wrote that in my journal i was like i think my mindset is different because of the fact that i've suffered many times and in different ways on these through hikes and you learn how to put some of these things into perspective and it's just really interesting because you relate all your experiences now back to when you were on the trail and when you think things are really bad they usually aren't really that bad and they could have been they could be a lot worse especially if again you know comparing you have an apartment over your head you have a roof at least you're not outside, you know, suffering. And it was storming at that time too, a lot in April. And, you know, you just relate back to these experiences of where you were just suffering so bad on trail. And when you get to the back to real life, you realize like how much more comfortable it is. Like just times one. Now the last one would be, and it's kind of a spinoff of this, which is you definitely recalibrate. Okay. So when you through hike, you you basically are like hitting a reset button on your brain. And I like to say is that you basically, you recalibrate everything that you appreciate. And I honestly believe that it's one of the quickest ways to become happy because I think when we are in just real life, we take so many things for granted. I do this all the time. You take all of these things for granted even when I took my brother out and his buddy on just a multi-day trip, a few days, when we got home, they were, couldn't believe like they didn't have to filter water, like out of the fridge to get water there. He made a comment about that. That was only a couple days. So when you do these long freaking hikes, it's just, it's just a huge reset button. And the things that you, you realize the things that you take for granted the whole time on the, you went to Highline, I'm thinking, God, I wish I had service. Cause I want to do this, that, and other thing. I mean, my whole business operates on online and I was realizing that like, I just need, I just, well, actually what happened was I had these 20 songs downloaded. That was it. And all I could think about were the eight country songs that I had in the playlist that I didn't download before. That's all I wanted to hear. And so when I eventually got back into service, when I was off trail, that's all I was listening to. And like my dopamine levels were just so high because I was so, I took them for granted and I, you know, I didn't have them when I could, where in real life we have access to basically everything that we want. And on trail, it's, it's totally flipped. This lasts in my experience a few weeks or at least a couple days, couple weeks. I think it, it's, it parallels how long you're on trail. If you're on trail for only if, you know, a week, like I was, I'm starting to, to see some of these, this recalibration start to dwindle faster. But when you're, when you're on trail for a few weeks at a time, you come back and you, you are again, a lot more grateful for a lot longer period of a time. And that's just like one of the coolest things that I always think about being uncomfortable for that long, that many days, sleeping outside, sleeping on the ground, not having service, all of that stuff. When you come back, it's like your baseline goes up, like your baseline happiness. I don't under, I don't think that it's possible not to go up definitely doesn't go down when you go home because you start getting these creature comforts again. But yeah, so you kind of have that for, for a few weeks kind of parallels how long that you were actually on the trail. 
Yes. <laughs> and unedited lens goes, bad apartments and hotel rooms are like indoor camping with few luxuries. That's exactly how I thought about it. I thought, you know, when we're in this apartment, it's it's like we're camping, but like we have luxuries. We have a shower. We have water. We have running. All of this stuff. That's exactly where my brain went, which is so hilarious as well. So those are, yeah. So those are the benefits that I see to through hiking. Like I said, I don't think that I can... I don't, I'm not interested right now in my life where I'm at to do a five month through hike, but you know, JMT where you're on for a couple of weeks, CT where you're on a few weeks, long trail, things like that. I really, really would encourage people to try or even the long hikes, obviously too, if that fits for you, but you're going to get these benefits. And the longer it is that you're on trail, the more of these benefits that you actually get. So if this made you think, please share with someone you might think like would like this too. And if you're on YouTube, please subscribe and like this. That would mean a lot to me. And if you're on Spotify, please give that the the five stars. And in the next few weeks, I'm going to be coming out with videos on my You Went to Highline Trail Adventure, along with a free itinerary download that I'll provide as a link. So watch out for those. I'm going to be coming out with like the 10 things I learned on the UHT or 10 things I wish I would have known on the UHT gear list, what I'm going to be swapping out, the documentary. And so we have like 58 gigs of, of data <laughs> that I recorded. So it's going to be, I think it'll be a pretty good documentary. Although I did realize that there's a lot of dust specs on it. It's my first time kind of filming with a professional camera. Didn't realize I should probably be cleaning that every day. So I'm going to, there's probably going to be some heavy edit, editing into that. So, but yeah, that's, let me see if there's anything else that I miss. I don't really think so. I kind of maybe want to go back to the managing yourself physically and obviously mentally. So what I mean by that, like when you manage yourself, when you learn how to manage yourself physically and mentally on a trail like this, I think you can take that to other areas of the outdoors. So again, like you realize what foods work for you, what foods you get sick of, what foods help you the most, what foods make you feel the best on trail. That's what I kind of mean. You also realize like, hey, I can actually do these 20 mile days, which then when you go on a day hike or something like that, your legs are ready when you're back in real life. And then obviously the mental part, which I guess kind of goes through the rest of the rest of the numbers here that I talked about. But I just wanted to clear those up because I don't I don't know if I did a very good job on number one there. But yeah, that's what we got for you. Cool. Well, I got to go swim. I'm learning how to swim now from I actually kind of have a coach, little mentor. Well, he's not a little, he's actually way taller than me and he's a pilot, but he's been teaching me how to swim lately because maybe there might be a triathlon in the future or these things called picnics is what they're called, where you can bike, bike to a lake, and then you can swim across the lake and then you go and you climb like the Grand Teton and then you come down and you repeat the whole thing again. And I just think that that's a, a really cool thing. I'm not going to say that I suck at swimming. I say that I'm swimming challenged at this point my life. I've never taken swim lessons and it's been a fun learning curve that I knew nothing about, nothing about at all. So I'm going to go do that. And I appreciate everybody being on and we will catch up with everyone later.